Hi, folks. <laughs> you are and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels and networks. Uh, special day. I'm Mike Morales here in Southern California. That guy out there is Rick Levy in Southern California. You folks probably don't know this, but today is National Shampooer Carpet Day. <laughs> <laughs> and so if you happen to hear a noise in the background, that's because Rick is celebrating by having his carpet <laughs> shampooed. <laughs> so anyway, just to celebrate, Rick and I today have the brand new handy dandy El Sativo Reposado. This is, Rick and I had the, the luxury, the glory of, of dissecting and tasting El Sativo Blanco. If you're familiar with this, you should know this brand already by now. That's the Blanco. Um, that Blanco comes out of Gnome 1480, which is organic and kosher. Look, right there, folks. Okay, so again, a good indication that this is at least healthy for you and religiously healthy as well. But um, on top of that, uh, this brand is so new. It came out in 2020. We, we, it was a Brand of Promise nominee and, and winner, actually, in the organic tequila category. But we, unbeknownst to us, they were resting these, and now they have a Reposado and an Añejo. So Rick and I are going to taste and dissect the Repo and go from there. Look, bubbles, Rick. Yeah. They got bubbles. Like the Blanco did. It, it's it, it, you. If you guys are familiar with this this uh, distillery, fourteen eighty, a lot of wonderful brands oh. there. Uh, Rick and I have tasted a majority of them coming out of there, and and uh, you know one with life. There and they have an extra añejo that uh, was it. You, oh no, it wasn't with you. I actually did the extra añejo with um, with Jason, I believe, and it's lovely. It's lovely. Um, there's lots of other brands. We're gonna we're gonna taste this one. Tell you, then we'll get into the ins and outs because we know nothing about the 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 ins and outs about this brand. But we're gonna we're gonna try and reverse engineer what they've done here. Um, Rick, didn't they do something interesting with the Blanco? What was it that they something about terpenes or something? Yeah, well, the uh, the uh, partners in this tequila. Um, have a background, I think, in um, selling cannabis in Colorado, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, it's a now it's it's become a legitimate business, folks. Uh, and so um, they seem to sort of be bringing their um, you know their chemistry language from from that industry to uh, this effort. And uh, with the Blanco, they did send us send us some materials that went on at length about uh, terpenes. Yeah. Um, and you know, those are you know organic compounds that are a product of the uh, you know the fermentation and distillation process um, from the uh, you know originating from the original fruit and. Uh, we just don't normally hear our producers uh, talking about the product in that language. Yeah, it. it uh, I guess it. Um, it is what gives the tequila a, a an aroma. You know, the the different aromas that we get 
are are influenced by the terpenes. These are beautiful legs and tears, by the way. I'm not sure if you guys are watching this on the screen, but it's gorgeous. I think we can see them better on yours than on mine. It it the wow! Look at that string of pearls. That is really gorgeous. Now it's it's rather light for a repo. I mean. If we we had no information on on the length of time they're being rested, okay? So we're gonna go on what we can see. I'm I'm thinking three to six months, maybe. And you know we don't have any information on the barrels, the you know the toast on the barrels. What's it smell like? Oh, oh, hello! It's picking, it's picking up a lot of wood. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. The the it smells like whiskey. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's got that the nice caramel and vanilla notes, and the, right. and the it's really sweet on the nose, and it's coming through loud and clear, more than I thought it would. Just judging from the look, you know, it looks like it's been lightly aged, you know, anywhere from three to six months. But who knows? Maybe they're using these old barrels, and they got eight months in the in there, because that smells like an eight something much more mature um, right. that um that you know you get in an añejo sometimes. Wow. I, I we just broke the seals on these folks. I I, I I we've had them for what a couple of weeks at least, maybe longer. Yeah. So yeah, I just cracked seals before this. Yep. I'm still getting, you know, the bright herbal notes from the uh, from the Blanco. Yeah, the Blanco, you know, for those of you who have had a lot of these organic tequilas coming out of 1480, it's a, it's a Tequila Las Americas. Uh, it's become a very popular uh, uh, distillery of late. And and their stuff is so clean that, um, uh you know, they're almost getting to the point now where it's almost like, like, like Cofradia, where they have that familiar stamp, you know, and, and I'm getting that familiar. It's almost like after a while you do enough of these, you can pick them out blind, you know. <laughs> and, uh, but this is this is really, you know, they I will say that you you don't the, the characteristic of, of Las Americas is you don't lose the agave no matter how old you age, how long you age the tequila. Right. That's really nice, man. That is just very it's, it's a gorgeous layer of barrel notes on there. Now, I'm trying to remember with the Blanco if uh, if we also found that um, distinctive um, uh, I'm, I'm so captivated by the aroma that I can't talk. <laughs> um, the uh, the water. Oh, the well water. <laughs> from Amati yeah. Tan. Yes. Uh, you know, the... Uh, the minerality from the water. The minerality, right. Um, now, they said something with the Blanco about uh, this kind of, um, what was it, volcanic rock filtration? Yeah. And I'm wondering if, uh, if we had thought that affected the minerality in the Blanco. Well, you know, uh, after having done, after having had G4, you know, the different iterations of, of G4, Pasote, and Teralta, and what, what Felipe does with that water, uh, I'm beginning to really understand now what, what influences 
the water has to do with the final result. And um, you and I have had several from Amati time, not just from this distillery, but from others. And we yeah. really like that, that minerality. And I would say that volcanic filtration makes a difference. And I'll tell you why. Uh, this week, I did a tasting of Tequiwi, which is the, the uh, um, it is the uh, blue agave spirit from New Zealand. Okay, and their water, they, they actually, their distillery is located on what is considered the cleanest, clearest water in the world. And it's been tested as that. And what happens is their microclimate, there, there, there are rivers, underground rivers, that feed this well where the distillery is. And uh, the water is snow runoff from the, from the mountains that is filtered through limestone. And I got to tell you, that agave spirit is way different than what I'm, than what, you know, I've sensed in volcanic, you know, filtration, regular, you know, osmosis filtration. It, I am here to tell you that the water does make a difference in the final outcome. Um, so, so you know, was the water super soft or did it just have a different character? It's fresh water and, and it's, yes, it, the water is super soft and clear and it influences, you know, the soil in that microclimate um, is much richer because it's actually the, the site of that distillery is a site of a former winery. And, you know, a lot of good wines come out of New Zealand and Australia for that matter. So um, the, the, the microclimate, the terroir, the, the water, all that plays into what, what the final outcome is, what the plant absorbs. Um, the, the gentleman who, who owns that distillery in New Zealand had to actually strip the topsoil before he planted his plants because he wanted to stress the plant out. You know, the, the soil was so rich that he had to, he had to bulldoze like the top layers of, of topsoil. Uh, topsoil. And, and I got to tell right. you, he... He probably could have stressed it even more, and still the outcome would have been would have been the same. So, yes, I'm a believer that the water influences the final outcome. I, I am, whether you're using filtered water that's you know through osmosis, or well water, or volcanic water, or you know Culligan water. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's all going to make a difference if the maker knows how to play with it. You know, and yeah, obviously the guy in New Zealand is no no slouch. He really does know what he's doing. Um, and that water in Amatitan seems to have a particularly strong minerality to it. Yes, stamps yes. its character on the yep. uh, on the tequilas that come out of there. Some of the tequilas that come out of Amatitan will even tell you they're oxygenated. It's like they they run it through a through a, a aerator or something, you know, because they want to try and tame it. And I'm not for taming. I'm I'm all for no, give it to me, man. Make it somewhere else if you make want tame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's dive in to oh. El Sativo Reposado that we know nothing about, and see what we get. Well, we know it smells gorgeous. Yep. <clears throat> Oh my goodness. Oh, it's like it's got this creaminess to it. Yeah. But the, the you know, the minerality's there. It's got a, you know, it's like it has this creamy texture, but the flavor has this bite to it. 
Yeah, it doesn't lose the bite. It's got a great finish, medium to long, nice, warm, fuzzy. But the, the flavor notes from the barrel are wonderful. Yeah. And then you get that pepper explosion at mid-palate. It just, no mistaking the agave. It's there. And and I guess the explosion in mid-palate, the pepper. I, I, you know what's funny, though, Rick? I'm not getting, like, um, baking spice notes from the barrel. I'm getting more pepper notes from the from the agave. You know, in other words, the pepper hasn't turned into like hot cinnamon or anything like right. that. Wow. Wow. This has got a lot of character. So so yeah. What I, I, I'm going to nominate this right now because I think this could dominate the reposado. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right here, Brandon Promise nominee in the in the reposado category. Um, I'm like dumbfounded. Now I got to say, I now, because of the character of the flavor profile, I can say it's six to eight months. But you don't, it doesn't look like it. You know, it's still the tear, the legs and tears are not clingy. They're nice and runny, which is okay. They sheet beautifully. Um, so they're not doing anything special. There's, you know, uh, other than the glycerin that happens naturally in distillation, they're not adding anything to the wood. Nothing. This is this is as clean as it gets. Wow, man. Yeah. Wow. Boy, that pepper's still going. And and the creaminess though, that was that was like 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 uh uh like cream soda, you know? Yeah. Not like root beer, cream soda. It was like a, like I want to throw a, like a scoop of ice cream <laughs> in this <laughs> thing. Holy cats! Mm. Oh my goodness. Mm. Now on second pass, I'm getting a lot more honey. Caramel, butterscotch, everything, man. Now the finish is dry though, because it's 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 peppery on, on the end. You know, it's it's a it's a bite on the finish, so I'm gonna say it's dry. But I can't call this bourbon. It's got to be, it's a whiskey barrel for sure. Bourbon for me has a much more um, uh, darker, the, the tannins come through a lot more. Uh, and, and, but it goes in really sweet. Wow. What else do we say, man? Go buy some. How much is it? Buy. Yeah. What, uh, price Old price? Town has it. For uh, forty-seven. Oh, it's worth every penny. Wow! And that's not a that's not a sale price either. So it's got that great lip numbness. I'm getting lip numbness and gum numbness. It's it's uh it's everything the Blanco is, but with one more layer of complexity. Several layers. I mean, this is one of the more um complex. Ripples that you and I have had in a long time, man. And you know, maybe, maybe the makers—they're maybe they've got—they're really onto something with this, you know, aroma chemistry that they're into so much because the uh, the aromatics on this are fantastic. Yeah, this is like uh, this is like really great cologne. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you spill it, you just pick it up and you know, sp splash some. <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to. I want to do my. I want to. I got to shave later on, so I'm probably going to use this as aftershave and just you know throw it on. Yeah, but then you only attract other tequila aficionados. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of us are middle-aged men. Yeah, I know. Hey. And every every pass is something different. Now I'm getting like, I'm getting like tropical fruit at the bottom, you know. Besides the honey, it's almost like a like a mango or a papaya or something like a ripe fruit of some sort there have been times there have been repos and anejos that i get like a, like a, a a dry fruit like an apple or a pear i'm not getting that i'm getting more tropical fruit here every single time every time i, I sit it's like a different story mm. <clears throat> Wow, that's beautiful. My goodness. Holy cats. All right, well, I don't know what else to say. Uh, Brand of Promise nominee in the organic reposado category. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it is, I, it this is a little dominate. Yeah, it, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, you know, we get the bulk of the organic tequilas that come that come out come to us, and so you know, thankfully Rick and I have had enough. You know, this this is our jam right here. This 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 yeah. mid valley and Valle, we love this stuff. Anything from from the valley down into tequila, we love that that earthiness and the the minerality. We're just it's our jam, and and not that the other ones are any better or any worse. It's just it's different. And wow, man, this is amazing. Congratulations to Elsa Tebow. Go get it at mm -hmm. Old Town. They'll ship everywhere where they legally can. Um, it's worth every penny and take your time with it. I wouldn't even put this in a cocktail, honestly. No, no, no not at all. Uh, and if you're gonna make a cocktail with it, what you would normally use an añejo with, this is, this is, a, this is a solid reposado that's got oh, yeah. a lot of character. It's not would you a pair it with a cigar. Good question. I would have to go with a with a lighter wrapper, like a Connecticut wrapper, because because of the sweetness. I wouldn't go too robust because because they, they clash, uh, in my opinion. Now that doesn't mean that the rep the añejo isn't going to be robust worthy. Okay, so I know. Can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. That's our take on El Sativo Reposado. You've been watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media on all of our channels and networks. Please follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Give us a like. And whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. Sip wisely.